0: If you don't already have the app on your smartphone or tablet, download it now from vision.org.au slash slash app. Vision. Vision. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Each person who believes in Jesus has a battle going on inside between the desires of the flesh and the work of the Holy Spirit. Each one. Sometimes we feel as though it's a battle we're losing, even though we've already won. How can we actually win the battle? How can we walk in the Spirit? Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond, and it's great to be back with you again. Today we're going to take a look at walking in the Spirit from a different perspective. And do stick with me, because very soon I'll be telling you about my latest life application booklet, Promises you can depend on. I'd love to send you a free copy to help you lay hold of the powerful promises that God has for your life. One of the most encouraging things God has ever said to me in His Word, the Bible, the most powerful thing I think, is that He's not surprised or perturbed or put off His purposes for me one little bit because of my sin. He doesn't like it, He doesn't want it to be the norm in my life. But it's not a surprise to him. How do I know that? Well, simple. The Apostle Paul writes that very thing in the book of Romans, Romans chapter 7, beginning at verse 22. He says, Look, I delight in the law of God in my innermost self, but I see in my members another law at war with the law of my mind, making me captive to the law of sin that dwells in my members. Wretched man that I am! Who will rescue me from this body of death? Thanks be to God through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then with my mind I am a slave to the law of God, but with my flesh I'm a slave to the law of sin. And this from the man who wrote almost half the books in the New Testament, the Apostle Paul. And you know what Paul was going through is exactly the same thing that you and I go through. There's this war, this battle going on between our flesh, the original Greek word is carne, from which we get the word carnal, right? And the work of the Spirit in us. And that battle can so get us down. It seems some days as though we're never going to win. But Jesus has already won. Who's going to save this wretch from this body of sin and death? Thanks be to God, Jesus Christ our Lord. And that's the fantastic news I want to share with you today. Are you ready for it? One of the things I don't hear much chatter about in Christian circles is this reality of the battle that's raging within us between the flesh and the spirit. And when I finally go to be with the Lord, I want to find Paul and I want to give him a big hug and thank him for being so direct, so honest, so real about this reality in his life. He tells us here in Romans chapter 7 that he knows the right things to do. He wants to do them. He just he just can't seem to do them. That's the problem. Not that he doesn't know, not that he doesn't want to, but that he just can't. And our mate Paul was no wuss. He was no airy, fairy weakling. Paul was tough as nails when he had to be. He was driven, he poured his life out for the gospel, and even he had this problem. Can I go on record and say, I I have the very same thing happening in me, and I know, I know absolutely that you have the same thing going on in you. That's why church is never perfect, because it's full of people like me and like you, people who are growing and improving and changing, but people who are nevertheless a lot like Paul. And his answer to everything is the grace and the power of Jesus. I'm going to share with you now what he goes on to say about how to win this battle that rages between the flesh and the spirit because the answer has everything to do with the power of the Holy Spirit. Are you ready to settle down and join me in this wonderful passage, Romans chapter 8? He says, Look, there is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ has set me free from the law of sin and death. For God has done what the law, weakened by the flesh, couldn't do by sending his own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh and to deal with sin. He has condemned sin in the flesh so that the just requirements of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not according to the flesh but according to the Spirit. For those who live according to the flesh actually set their minds on the things of the flesh. But those who live according to the Spirit set their minds on the things of the Spirit. To set the mind on the flesh is death, but to set the mind on the Spirit is life and peace. For this reason, the mind that is set on the flesh is hostile to God, It doesn't submit to God's law, and it it can't. And those who are in the flesh cannot please God. But you, you are not in the flesh. You are in the Spirit, since the Spirit of God dwells in you. Anyone who does not have the Spirit of Christ does not belong to him. But if Christ is in you, though the body is dead because of sin, the Spirit is life because of righteousness. If the Spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, He who raised Christ from the dead will give life to your mortal bodies also through the Spirit that dwells in you. So then, brothers and sisters, we're debtors not to the flesh to live according to the flesh, for if you live according to the flesh, you will die, but if by the Spirit you will put to death the deeds of the body, and you will live. I love this, because what Paul's saying to us here, what God's saying to us through Paul is, "Look, look, boys and girls, I don't care how bad things are, God's not going to condemn you if you put your trust in Jesus. There's no condemnation. Your slate is wiped completely clean, and that's the starting point. But now, now we have to deal with this battle that everybody has between the desires of the flesh and the work of the Spirit. And the way we do that is by sorting out what you really want. Do you really want to follow all that nasty desire in your humanity? Is that what you really want? Well, if that's what you set your mind on, that's where you're going to go. And if that's where you're going to go, it's going to kill you. But if you set your heart, your mind, your desires, your passions on the Holy Spirit, then that's going to bring you life. Your body may well be dead in sin, but set your heart and desires on Christ and you will have life. It seems to me that whatever we set our hearts on and whatever we turn over and over in our minds, that's what we're going to end up living. Set your heart and your mind on the Spirit of God and you'll end up walking in the Spirit. Elsewhere, in writing to his friends in Philippi, Paul says this, again, very powerfully. Philippians chapter 4, beginning at verse 8. Finally, beloved, whatever's true, whatever's honourable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is pleasing, whatever is commendable, if there's anything excellent, if there's anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Keep on doing the things that you've learned in me and received and heard and seen in me and the God of peace will be with you. Do you see? Our thoughts are where our actions come from and that's something effectively that you and I already know. I'm in the process at the moment of shedding a few kilos of weight and and oftentimes I love not to go out for a walk after work and miss out on the calorie-burning exercise. And oftentimes I think, gee, that piece of cake in the shop, that would be so nice for morning tea. You know what keeps me on track? I keep thinking about what it will be like when I reach my target weight. God has already given His Holy Spirit to each person who's put their trust in Jesus. We already have the Spirit, we have the power. What God's calling us to do is to turn that over and over in our minds, to keep focused on that, to keep thinking about how wonderful it will be when we finally overcome our anger or or our selfishness or whatever our sin happens to be. If there's anything commendable or excellent or praiseworthy, think about those things. And the result of that is that we'll end up doing the things that we've learned and received and heard from God. Thinking always comes before walking and so when it comes to walking in the spirit and seeing the power and the blessing of that walk flow out into our lives all we need to do is set our hearts and our minds on the holy spirit and discover that by doing that we engage his power the power to do the things that in our own strength were simply never possible hey that's pretty good news isn't it Spirit in our lives is so powerful. He is the one who empowers us to become all that God created us to be. To walk in the promises that God's made into our lives. That's why I'd love to send you a free copy of my latest life application booklet. It's called Promises You Can Depend On. And with the life application questions at the end of each chapter, you will be able to chew things over to really apply God's Word right into the realities of your life. Because God's Word is alive and active. Amen? So I'm praying that the Holy Spirit will help you lay hold of the powerful promises of God through this booklet. You can request your free copy right now. Just stop by at ChristianityWorks.com or give us a call toll-free on 1-300-722-415 and we'll send it straight out to you in the post. Again, that's ChristianityWorks.com or 1-300-722-415. Hey, thank you so much for joining me. I'm Bernie Diamond and I'll catch you again same time tomorrow with A Different Perspective.